Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Good morning! Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's time to wake up. It's five, and we're live. Oh, is this thing on? I don't care. I want him to hear. This is the pregame show, your early morning shot of sports on 95.7 The Game. Come on! Oh, yes. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is Friday here in the bay you have made it congratulations if you're just getting off work if you're just getting on to work getting ready for school getting ready to go on a trip getting ready to fly to philadelphia for the nfc championship this sunday at lincoln financial field niners eagles 12 o'clock pacific time this sunday and we're breaking it down all right here 95 7 the game all day and man i need it all right now niners fans 888 I need predictions. What's the Super Bowl matchup going to be this time Monday? What are we going to be breaking down? Because I'm going to be the first voice you hear next Monday, save for FSR and our guys Jonas Knox and Brady Quinn and LeVar Arrington. First local voice you will hear this Monday is mine. So what's the Super Bowl prediction? What is it? Who are the teams? Who's going to be playing each other? Because I know my answers, and this is going to be a tease, but I want to know yours. 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. YouTube, hello, hit me up there. We are live. Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe. That wasn't a good one. What's the Super Bowl prediction? Is it going to be the Niners? Is it going to be the Chiefs? Is it going to be Eagles? Is it going to be Bengals? Is it going to be Bengals? Is it going to be Niners? Is it going to be Niners? Is it going to be Chiefs? Whatever. I think I messed that up. Eagles, then Chiefs. There's only a few combinations. But which one do you think it is? 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. You know, I was going through a bunch of the sound to see what I wanted to play for the show today. And we had a lot of great guests yesterday. Awful lot. Dick Vermeil, former Super Bowl winning head coach with the St. Louis Rams, obviously took the Eagles to their first Super Bowl back in, what was that, 1980, 81, whatever, whatever that year was when they lost to the Raiders and Jim Plunkett. You know, the movie based off of that was Invincible with Vince Papali. Greg Kinnear plays Dick Vermeil. But everyone knows Dick Vermeil. Uh, he's part of the Hall of Fame now. And he had some good comparisons to Brock Purdy, to another uh, Hall of Fame quarterback that he coached, which was pretty interesting. And also Christian McCaffrey to a certain Hall of Fame running back that he also coached, compared it to him. So we'll hear from Dick Vermeil there. Ron Jaworski, Jaws, he joined Damon and Ratto yesterday. He was on that team with Dick Vermeil that went to the Super Bowl and lost, but he's a Philly icon. You know Jaws. He used to be in the booth with Tariko and Gruden back in ESPN on Monday Night Football. He watches 162 hours of film, and I truly believe Colin Kaepernick could be the greatest quarterback ever. All right, that's enough of my Jaws impression, which is basically just Frey Caliendo doing Jaworski, but I digress. We're going to hear from George Kittle, Kyle Shanahan, their thoughts on this matchup. 
And listen, for Kyle Shanahan, you can make the argument that he's playing with house money here heading into this NFC Championship game. Because, listen, it looks like he may have found his quarterback of the future. He's a young guy, Kyle Shanahan. Was he 45, 44, whatever? He's been to a Super Bowl, just went to an NFC Championship. His third NFC Championship in the last four years now. Pretty wild. But, at the same time, could be a lot of pressure. You can't take these things for granted. And this could be his best opportunity to win a Super Bowl. So, is there more pressure on Kyle Shanahan than there is, let's say, Nick Sirianni, who is at home, who's been the best team top to bottom throughout this whole season in the NFC, compared your quarterback in Jalen Hurts to Michael freaking Jordan this past week, you're yelling at refs on the sideline in the end zone, telling him, I know what I can do, I'm allowed to be here. Listen, he is hyping himself up and this team up. And to do that in Philadelphia, it's ballsy. Because the guy that won the Super Bowl there not too long ago, Doug Peterson, he was out, what, less than two years? Two years after that Super Bowl run, he was gone? Now, Carson Wentz, Coach Killer, Coach Killer Wentz is a part of that. But it goes to show, Philly fans want to win. And Sirianni, comparing your quarterback to the greatest, maybe, athlete in the history of America, right before the biggest game in your career, in Jalen Hurts' career, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. 888-957-9570, You guys are already on fire on the Xfinity Mobile text line from the 408. Eagles versus Bengals to the Super Bowl. Bengals win it all 31-27. Okay. 925, 49ers versus Bengals. 510, Bengals, Eagles, Super Bowl. Interesting. So far, Bengals and Eagles. A lot of people like the that matchup. Right now, if we just go to Vegas, Eagles now back to three point favorite. So again, you get a three points if you're at home automatically. So if this was a neutral site, it would probably be a pick 'em between the Eagles and Niners. And I think that's right. Juxtapose that. It's now back to just plus one. Oh, wow. It's swung that heavily. Chiefs now back to home favorites. Bengals were the road favorites through most of this week. Maybe those videos of Patrick Mahomes working out, having a smile on his face, not limping at all, shifted things in the desert. But that's interesting. That's interesting. I feel like the Bengals are the better overall team in that AFC Championship matchup. But it all goes to Patrick Mahomes' leg, that high ankle sprain. Is he ready? Will he be able to scramble when he needs to? Will he be able to plant when he needs to? And listen, he has so much upper body arm strength and talent that he doesn't need to rely on setting his feet constantly like a guy like maybe Brock Purdy and hell, even a Jalen Hurts might. Like Mahomes is on just such another planet with that arm strength. But it's the ability to scramble and extend, and extend, and extend. That makes him so special and so scary. I don't need to tell Niners fans, hell, I don't need to tell any Raider fans out there either. Guy's a monster, even on a half a leg. So let me know your Super Bowl predict, uh, predictions this time Monday morning, 888-957-9570. It's 888-957-9570. YouTube chat, 3D. On the YouTube chat, where's the fedora spinone? I'm not a hat guy. I'm not a big... I used to wear hats like post-high school. Used to wear a bunch of them. Flat bill, a lot of Bay Area teams, Raiders, A's, stuff like that. The occasional, like, if it matched my outfit, like a Texas Rangers type hat. But, no, not a big hat guy anymore. Also, the hairline's fading, so maybe I should be. But even then, I'm going to embrace it. Once I decide to shave my head, whenever that is. 888-957-9570. 925, Xfinity Mobile Text Line. 49ers, Bengals, like that matchup. I'm leaning that way, too. I'm leaning that way. haven't decided fully. I still got about, oh, 50 minutes to decide that here on the pregame show. For the cross-jover 
I'll let everyone know what my Super Bowl prediction will be. That's a 50-minute tease, ladies and gentlemen. 510, Xfinity Mobile text line. I've been on four different sites this morning, and the spread is still at 2.5. I'm on Bet Rivers currently, and I see the Eagles at minus 3. So whatever sites you're using, some have it at 2.5 still, some have it at 3. That would lead me to believe that some late money coming in on the Eagles, which is interesting. I think a lot of the sharp money is going on the 49ers in this game. The public loves the Eagles this week, and I like to fade the public in these kind of games. Jalen Hurts, do we all remember the last biggest game he ever played? I'm not even counting last year. I mean, he's going up against the defending Super Bowl champions at their home in Tampa Bay. I didn't really give them much of a chance in that game anyways, but if you go back to the last huge game, it was the college football national playoff final against Georgia, and he got benched at halftime for a guy named Tua Tungavailoa, who came in and won the game. So, will he wilt under the pressure? I don't think so. I think he's changed a lot since that game, since even last year's game. The growth that I've seen from Jalen Hurts has actually been very impressive, and a reason why I thought he was the MVP, like hands down, up until the injury. And now Mahomes is probably going to win it. But up until then, it was definitely Jalen Hurts. What he is able to do with his legs and a 49ers defense that have struggled against mobile quarterbacks in the past. And listen, you can say Spadoni, Dak, he was a quote-unquote mobile quarterback. We kind of handled him last week. There was lanes for Dak to run, and he capitalized multiple times on third down. Don't get it twisted. And Jalen Hurts, far superior at running the football than Dak Prescott. He's a better athlete, less wear and tear. I mean, Dak came off a brutal foot injury just less than two years ago. But Jalen Hurts, this guy, I feel like he's not the runner that Lamar Jackson is. If Lamar Jackson is like an A at the running skill set for a quarterback, Jalen Hurts is at a B. But I would also put Jalen Hurts' throwing ability at like a B plus, whereas Lamar Jackson, I would say, is kind of like a B minus, C plus at times at throwing the football. So Jalen Hurts, he's the total package. And Kyle Shanahan has got a handful with this team and how to scheme against them. And especially on that defensive front for the Philadelphia Eagles, we've been talking about it all week. That front is ferocious. We heard Brian Baldinger talk about it. Brian, obviously a Philly guy. But more than anything, he's a film junkie. He's a former player. He just loves and lives for this stuff. And that defensive line with Linval Joseph, Fletcher Cox, Reddick, and Dominican Sue, all those dudes, they can get after the quarterback and make life very difficult for Brock Purdy. That is why setting up the run with Christian McCaffrey is so imperative early in this ballgame. Because last week, the tone was set. We knew what kind of game it was going to be last week within that first series for the San Francisco 49ers on offense. You remember? It was no game, Christian McCaffrey, and then a sack on Brock Purdy. You knew the tone of that game early. What's the tone of this game going to be early? Let me know. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. I've been kind of on the fence whether I feel like this is going to be a high-scoring game or not because I like to zig when everyone else zags. Because everyone's saying this is going to be a low-score game. It's going to be tough for teams to score. I'm not so sure. These are very good offensive play callers in Kyle Shanahan and Nick Sirianni. And I feel like both squads have the weaponry on offense that the opposing defenses struggle against. A good running attack for the 49ers and a good air attack on the Eagles. This could be a high-scoring game. I would not be shocked at all. At all. And we will know within these first couple series what kind of game it's going to be. What kind of game do you think it's going to be at 888-957-9570? Expedia Mobile text line, YouTube chat. (laughs) 925 Expedia Mobile text line. I want the Niners and Chiefs to lose so bad. It's probably a Raider fan. 415, Cincinnati versus San Francisco uh, 49ers for the Super Bowl. That's from Abe. Okay. That'd be the trifecta, right? The third act, if you will, between those teams in the Super Bowl. Niners would love that. They would probably love to go 3-0 against them. It's a good omen, right? Kind of a good omen driving in this morning on the Bay Bridge. There was a nice patch of fog driving in. 
just a little omen, I feel like, that San Francisco might have something this weekend. Just a little bit. I'm not usually a superstitious or that kind of a guy. Well, when I'm watching it on TV, I'm superstitious. I'm one of those guys where if the team's doing well, and I just turn on the TV, and then they start doing horribly, and then I turn it off, and then they start doing well again, I was like, all right, I can follow along Twitter. I don't need to watch it on TV. I can go back and watch. I'm one of those fans. So there is some little superstitious in me, superstitions in me when it comes to my sports watching habits. But I thought driving in this morning, the fog rolling into the bay, it's a good omen for the 49ers this Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. I know Bonte and Shasky are going to be there. They're fired up. They're talking to uh, one of the midday shows over at 94 WIP at a 820 little crosstalk or 812, whatever. I think it's 820 per Sam Lemon. Yeah, 820 little crosstalk with the Philly station. I don't think it'll be as heated as uh, RJ and Sean. Uh, these uh, Philly hosts, one of them, John Ritchie, you know him, you love him. If you followed the Raiders back in the early 2000s, played for the Raiders in that championship, that Super Bowl team, the Tuck Rule team. So John Ritchie will be a part of that. John Ritchie went to Stanford, by the way. He's an educated man, like a Christian McCaffrey. And speaking of Christian McCaffrey, Dick Vermeil, Hall of Fame head coach, greatest show on turf, you know him, you love him, former Philadelphia Eagle head coach, first coach to take them to the Super Bowl. He compared CMC to another running back that he coached that uh, ended up wearing a gold jacket. I think it's very close. If he'd have been there all year, it might even be more dynamic today. But uh, no question, he's a great football player. He comes from a great football family, and he's, again, being very well coached. Uh, I think they'll have a hard time doing some of the things he's been able to do so successfully. But Kyle Shanahan and the offensive staff, they usually find a way to move the ball they hadn't used before. And sort of surprise you and get you off balance. You know, the, the running game, I, I like the old-fashioned offensive line play with the shoulder pads being used rather than the chest and, and coming off the ball and getting after you, running upfield, the old eye formation toss, which nobody else runs, I think, but them. And, you know, they give you problems. But uh, I, I, I kind of believe they will come up some some different things that they haven't been using on a consistent basis. Kyle Shanahan usually does find a way. I'm with Coach Vermeule there, and if it wasn't already obvious, he was comparing him to Marshall Falk, Hall of Famer, greatest show on turf, one of the greatest running backs running and catching out of the backfield I've ever seen. And Christian McCaffrey certainly on that level skill-wise. If he stays healthy for the rest of his career, I'm sure he will also be wearing a gold jacket. And winning a Super Bowl with this team and with this franchise would certainly go a long way towards that. Here's Dick Vermeil talking about the quarterback, comparing Brock Purdy to Kurt Warner. Well, I think they both have the most important thing in common. They have a a great ability to transfer information quickly, evaluate it, and, and have a sense of what to do right away. And uh, you know, and then they've been extremely well coached by two great coaches, Mike Martz with me at the Rams, and you know Kyle Shanahan and Brian Greasy with the 49ers. Uh, uh, but, you know, those guys just don't come along very often. They they can process information so quickly. But to do it properly, you have to be extremely well coached. And both of these guys were and are. Absolutely. I think they both have the right mindset. Like when I look at Brock Purdy, he's never, you know, too high on the sideline, too down. Yeah, he gets fired up on the field after a big play. But he's calm, cool, and collected. Shakes off turnovers when he has them, which are rare. I mean, he doesn't turn the ball over. And then compare that with Kurt Warner, similar guy. Never got too high, never got too down. Yeah, he'd make mistakes. Yes, Kurt Warner's sneaky, had some bad body language at times. I always think of back in the old, that Super Bowl between them and the Patriots with the chin strap. He was getting pummeled in that game against the Patriots. That defense was ferocious. That's Bill Belichick at its finest. But he came back, he had a tie game. Remember John Madden in the booth saying, no, 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 they, they should run out the clock here. And then Tom Brady made him eat his words, Adam Vinatieri, you know the rest, greatest dynasty in the history of the NFL. But Brock Purdy, I think Kyle Shanahan has shown he is not afraid to open Brock in that passing game up. He's not afraid. He's not going to shy away from it 
like he did with Jimmy Garoppolo in the past. He's not. That's why this these first few series is what I'm looking at to see the tone of this game. Is it going to be spread them all out? You know, we'll test McCaffrey first, a couple of run here or there. Doesn't work. Are we just going to switch to the, the throwing game immediately? I don't think I, Kyle does that. Kyle, he knows. It's, he goes for the long play. He will establish that run, and he will continue to establish that run, even if it's only a couple yards here, a couple yards there. Hell, we saw it against the Cowboys last week, who were dominating them in the running game. And then that defense was so tired because of that Cowboys offense ability to stay on the field that eventually the dam broke. And the three yards started turning into five and six, seven and eight. Oh, there's a big chunk there. There's a big chunk there. Touchdown, night-night. We're going to Philadelphia. Is a similar situation going to be happening this Sunday against the Eagles? Let me know. 888-957-9570. 888-957-9570. From the 917, he thinks Brock will be thrown early from the Xfinity Mobile Tech line like they did in the Seahawks game. That's from Chris. Interesting. Because I feel like the secondary, and Kyle Matson mentioned this early in the week when he was filling in for Mark Willard, he doesn't think they're great tacklers. Slay, Gardner-Johnson. But they're very opportunistic when it comes to jumping routes, getting the ball. They're ball hawks. And that does make me nervous. It'll be a chilly game. won't be super cold. be like in the, the 40s probably. But Brock doesn't have the biggest arm. And a lot of those across-the-middle routes, they make me nervous. And they're Kyle Shanahan's specialty. They make me nervous, and maybe they shouldn't, because, hell, half the time, George Kittle is wide open, or Debo Samuel is wide open, Juwan Jennings wide open. But it's the ones where it's, you know, towards the sideline, he's rolling out, rolling out, plants his feet, ugh, just throw it away, Brock, and sometimes he does. But those ones still make me a little nervous. little nervous. But, for the most part, Brock Purdy... I have the utmost confidence in him heading into this game. Why shouldn't you? I'm The rookie status is off at this point. He's won two playoff games. He's playing like a veteran. He's protecting the ball. What more could you want from him? Now, maybe they're going to be down, and they haven't been down since, what, that Vegas game, to show a little moxie, show a little chutzpah, Right? Is he going to have a 14 and nothing deficit early in the first quarter? And are we going to see what Brock Purdy's really made of? We'll see what Kyle Shanahan's really made of, if he trusts Brock Purdy. And then we'll judge accordingly here on Monday morning at 5 a.m. Speaking of that, what's the Super Bowl matchup going to look like on Monday morning at 5 a.m.? Let me know at 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Most of you... Seem to think it'll be Cincinnati versus San Francisco. Part three in the Super Bowl. That'd be fun. Who would the quarterbacks be there? Ken Anderson versus Joe Montana. Boomer Esiason versus Joe Montana. And then Brock Purdy versus Joe Cool and Joe Burrow. Joe Cool part two. All those Joe Montana fans out there. From the 650, is Jimmy G ready to go? I do not believe so. That rhymed. Shout out Dr. Seuss. But no, Jimmy Garoppolo did not practice this week, and it'll be Josh Johnson as the backup. Maybe the Super Bowl, I would assume. If you get there, Jimmy G as the backup would be nice. You'd feel more comfortable. But right now, I believe it is Josh Johnson as the backup. From the YouTube chat, 3D, Squelton. Hertz can throw over the top, beautiful deep ball too. I don't know about Hufanga in the backfield. That's an interesting one as well. I mean, Jalen Hurts leads the league in air yards of 25 yards plus down the field. A.J. Brown, he's a beast. Devontae Smith, he's a beast. Dallas Goddard, he's a beast. Miles Sanders, all those guys in the passing game. Jalen Hurts has improved tremendously from where he was last year to this year on the deep ball, in the touch, in the timing. 
So that is a concern. Hufanga can't cheat back there. I know if you're Guru, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But sometimes you're going to crap out. And that's happened a couple times and more than one occasion for that secondary, and especially Talanoa Hufanga. So that is one of the huge matchups that everyone's looking for. That 49 secondary of Ward, Ward, Hufanga, Lenore, all those dudes. How are they going to hold up against those studs? The Heisman Trophy winner, the All-Pro A.J. Brown, all those guys. I know you're picking the Bengals, right, Spadona? It's not so fast. Not so fast. That's a tease. I'll let you know in 34 minutes, right here on 95.7 The Game, for the Crossjover, which is every Monday through Friday, about 5.50, Joe the Butch Warshawski, co-host of the Morning Rose with Bonte Hill. He joins me, see what they're talking about on their show, give his thoughts on what's going to happen this Sunday. And what is going to happen this Sunday? Let me know at 888-957-9570. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 9579570 Joseph Correa. I could see the Eagles or the Niners winning 24 to 21. Hot take there, Joe. It's a hot take. That's a steiny take. You know, I could Man, between the Eagles and Niners, I could I could see one of them winning. I could see one of them winning. <laughs> yeah, the latest right now is the Eagles minus 3 from where I'm looking on this website and a lot of places still have a two and a half. But a lot of public money on the Eagles. A lot of the sharp money going on the 49ers. Take that for what it's worth. Who knows? It's nebulous. We're going to take a quick uh, break here. Come on back. We're going to dive into a little bit more of this game, the matchups. Hear more from Kyle Shanahan, George Kittle, their thoughts on this NFC Championship game. They're third in the last four years. This is the pregame show of Joe Spadoni. And if you would like to get involved, the number is 888 888- 957-9570-888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile Text Line, hello, YouTube, hello, Twitter, at Spadoni underscore Joe, hello, <whistles> don't go anywhere, pregame show, 95.7 The Game. Now, back to the pregame show on 95.7 The Game. Welcome back, pregame show. Joe Spadoni, Phil Collins Friday for all of those who observe. We're taking Super Bowl predictions. What's the Super Bowl matchup going to be this time, Monday morning? Is it going to be Eagles Bengals? Is it going to be 49ers Chiefs, a rematch of a couple years ago? I know a lot of Niners fans would like their revenge, but maybe not against the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes if he's playing healthy on two legs, which that might be a possibility. Now, he still does have a high ankle sprain, but the way he's moving around in these videos that I'm seeing at training camp, you wouldn't know it. But again, that's walking, walking and running, full pads on. Totally two different things, so we shall wait and see. 888-957-9570 is the number if you would like to get involved. Call or text it's the same number, 888-957-9570, Xfinity Mobile text line, YouTube chat is up and running. We are taking Super Bowl predictions for this time Monday morning. 
from the 510 on the Xfinity Mobile text line. A freshman to uh, had to save Hertz's ass in the 2018 National Championship. Hertz is not built for the big game. We're battle tested. Let's go, Niners, and go, Lakers, Joe. <laughs> Appreciate you, 510, on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Yeah, I mentioned it. That was kind of the biggest game prior to last year when Hertz obviously played the defending Super Bowl champions in the playoffs, which any any NFL playoff game is going to be bigger than a college football championship. It just is. The stakes are so much higher, and especially when you're going up against the greatest quarterback of all time and the then uh, defending Super Bowl champion, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But he didn't play well in that game either, to your point. Now... The other biggest game up until then was the divisional round last week against your hated rivals in the New York Giants, and you owned them. You smacked them. He played well in that game. Didn't look hurt at all to me. Well, he looked like Jalen Hurts, but he didn't look like Jalen Hurt, if you know what I mean. So, could he pucker up? Could he have lemon booty, like uh, Bonte likes to say? Sure. But... How he's been playing this year compared to last year, compared to his college career, it's totally different. I feel like he's a totally different person, totally different athlete, and he has changed himself and got himself into an MVP consideration level, which is very, very impressive. 925, the retort on the Xfinity Mobile text line. That was five years ago. Is that what Niner fans are leaning on? L-M-A-O. Well... Listen, if you want to say that was the other biggest game of his career, then sure. If you feel it's relevant, shout out Mr. Irrelevant, who's going to be on the other side, and Brock Purdy. But I don't think it's that relevant anymore. I personally don't. That's Those cobwebs have been shaken off last year, this year. They just handled, again, I mentioned just seconds ago, they just handled their division rival in a playoff game. That was the biggest game of Hurts' career, and now this is going to be the biggest Hurts, uh, biggest game of Hurts' career again. Just like it's going to be the biggest game of Brock Purdy's career again. Like this is the biggest game for all these guys who haven't won a Super Bowl yet. Like this is going to continue to be the biggest game until you win one. Is the next game? The next game will always be the biggest. Like you look at the guys who have won Super Bowls on the Eagles side. I think there's a, what three left. Jake Elliott, the kicker. Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox, those are the remaining ones, save for maybe assistant coaches I don't know of. But those are the three players that remain from that squad that won it all with Nick Foles against Tom Brady back, what was that, 2016? 2015, 17? Whatever. So, I'm not uh, putting too much stock into what happened three to four years ago. Same with Kyle Shanahan. This feels like a different... 49ers team than what he had in the past. Now, the biggest difference is the quarterback, Brock Purdy, compared to Jimmy Garoppolo. And that goes back to the trust factor. How much will Kyle trust Brock Purdy this Sunday at Philadelphia? Well, trusted him at home against the Dallas Cowboys and that ferocious defense. Now, did Brock have his best game? No. But he didn't turn the ball over. And that was the deciding factor. Dak Prescott made some bad mistakes. That cost him. Brock Purdy did make a few mistakes. That didn't end up costing him. It could have. If Diggs holds on to the ball, maybe it's a different story. But it didn't. And what I say last week, it's better to be lucky than good sometimes. And for Brock, sometimes that's been the case. He's been more lucky than good. But I'll keep riding that out until the luck runs out. 888 9579570 was actually talking about Brock Purdy and his ability to shake off negative plays. Um, I mean, he's a, he's a human. So, I mean, there's, I mean, if he misses something, he's frustrated. Um, but he's not. It's always temporary. I mean, just like I'd like to think we all are. You can, we can all have quick reactions and stuff, but if that clock's ticking, that, that reaction ends pretty fast. Um, it's by the next play. Sometimes if it's the last play of a series, it lasts a little bit longer, but by the time you go out there, it's, I always feel the same guy. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, Brock does that, but we all do that. Oh, well, thanks for propping him up on a pedestal there. Yeah, he's not special. Peak coach speak. He's like, I'm not gassing this guy up way too much. He doesn't need more praise. 
Purdy, still a rookie. Let's see him do it in Philadelphia at the link where no rookie quarterback has won in an NFC championship or AFC championship game. History's against you, Brock. You're going to prove him wrong? He's got a shot. He absolutely has a shot. From the Xfinity Mobile text line, 707, Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey as well. Absolutely. That O-line is a huge, huge advantage for the Eagles all season. Now, Lane Johnson, he's been playing a little compromised. The groin injury, he's not playing 100%. Now, no one's playing 100% at this point in the season. Everyone's banged up. We get all that. But Nick Bosa, I'm looking at him. He kind of had a pedestrian game last week. Let's call it what it is. Did you hear Nick Bosa's name called a lot? I didn't. few times, maybe. Like, there's pressures there, absolutely. But for the most part, Smith, the rookie tackle for the Dallas Cowboys, he held his own. That was a hell of a performance. This is where the DPOI needs to make a statement in this game in Philadelphia. He needs to do the shrug to the fans on a game-winning sack. I want to see the Nick Bosa shrug. Sorry, Eagles fans. I, would, I wouldn't even mind a fly Eagles fly on the first touchdown. What are the odds on that? Odds on the first type of celebration? Sure, they don't have that. I like the first touchdown score, though. The first touchdown score, I like to be Christian McCaffrey. I think he's going to score the first touchdown for the 49ers. Now, if you do first touchdown score total, I think his odds are like plus like 500, something like that. Not the best. If you're going for way better odds or just more bang for your buck, I should say, I think Brock Purdy's like plus 2,400, something ridiculous to run in a touchdown. I was like, he can do it. That's not shocking. Just sprinkle a little cheddar on that. Not mad at that. From the YouTube chat. You guys are fired up. Hit us up on YouTube. Richard Kwong. Blitzing for Hufanga will take away his coverage, responsibility away. He doesn't have to peek in, then defend the past. Having Warner and Green Long coverage will be better than Huff. That's going to be a key, too. The big advantage the 49ers have on defense compared to the Eagles, and this is why I think the Eagles just, or the 49ers rather, have just the better overall defense, and I think most people would agree with that. I think you're high if you don't. Fred Warner's an all-pro. Like, the linebacking core is fast. Him and Greenlaw, my goodness. All Shire, occasionally, when he's not making boneheaded plays at times, he's fast, and he can make some tackles. So, that goes back to the running game, to those quick little slants they like to do with Devontae Smith, who's, listen, not much faster than Devontae Smith when he gets out into the open field. Small frame guy, he's a little wiry, but he's got great hands. Juxtapose that with A.J. Brown, who's not wiry. Guy's built like Terrell Owens. That's who he reminds me of. I think a lot of people were saying that last year when the Titans, when A.J. Brown was still on that team last year, it was a couple days before Christmas, and A.J. Brown just went off. He was catching every contested ball. It seemed like two or three guys were on him. It didn't matter. That's a guy that scares me. And I need some early tone-setting hits from guys like Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw. And we're going to know the tone of this game within the first two series on both sides. Is it going to be a game like we saw last week? Or is this going to be a shootout? Let me know at 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. we got one more segment here for you. The Crossdrover. Joe Shasky will join me next. He's heading to Philadelphia with Bontail tonight, courtesy of Boxer and Gerson. Love those guys. Love Boxer and Gerson. Shout out them for sponsoring those guys on the trip. They're heading out to Philadelphia. People are saying they should watch themselves. I think they'll be fine. Bonte's a big guy, right? We'll, we'll keep Joe safe, right? Right? We'll find out on the other side. 95-7 the game. Oh, back to the pregame show on 95-7 the game. Welcome back. Pre-game show, Joseph Nona, 95.7 The Game. Phil Collins Friday for all those who observe. 
One more segment before tossing it over to Bonte Hill and Joe Shasky, who are both headed to Philadelphia. I think they're taking the red eye tonight out of SFO. That'll be fun. Hope all will be safe down there. And again, Joe was talking about yesterday. But let's come on. It's a football game. Yeah, it's heated. Yeah, it's the NFC Championship. Yes, it's a trip to the Super Bowl. Let's not do anything dumb. So I'll be civil. Hazing is fine a little bit, but come on. Come on. Fearing for your life because I'm wearing some red and gold. Stupid. Stupid. I went to many games at the Oakland Coliseum. Being a Raider fan. And listen. Get the reputation at times. It was more of our fans fighting each other than us fighting you know, the opposing fans. Yeah, we make it uncomfortable and whatnot for the players on the field. Heckling them. Doing that sort of stuff. But I would sit next to other teams, you know, fans and stuff like that. Just give them a hard time, but no one's assaulting them. There's bad apples in every fan base, and I truly believe that. And if Niner fans have ever been to a Candlestick or a Oakland Coliseum Niners Raiders game, I'm sure you will be just fine heading into Lincoln Financial Financial Field. Easy enough for me to say. You get my finances in order this Sunday. 12 o'clock Pacific time. What's the final score going to be? And who is going to be playing in the Super Bowl? Let me know. 888-957-9570. I have my matchup. I can't wait to hear Joe Shasky's matchup, who is handing me off a coffee as we speak. He was just on the YouTube. You saw him there. Thank you, Joe. I needed this coffee desperately. It is a Friday. It's a Phil Collins Friday. It's a football Friday. And Joe Shasky, I think the Niners are going to advance to the Super Bowl. What say you? They have this theory in life. I don't want to talk football for just a second. Oh, okay. I think this is going to be the most difficult game of the Shanahan era. Wow. More difficult than going down to L.A. More difficult than the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Um, Just because of the environment and everything that's going on. And I also think, I think Nick Bosa's hobbled. Something's up. I think there's something up. I think there's a, a hamstring, a groin, an abductor. Something's going on. That's yeah, well, my and I have, wear and tear, or just something. Yeah, yeah. 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 I like it. He missed more snaps in that game the other day than I feel like he has all year, That's which is point. wild to me. Yeah. Um, my wife, for a living, basically, you know, uh, sets up flights for her boss and things like that. So every time I go to book a flight anywhere, she yells at me because I'm an idiot. And also because, and this is full disclosure, we didn't go on planes growing up. Near that. Okay, I was over 21 years old the first time I hopped on a plane. I think I was, yeah, I was I was a little older too. Okay. Not that old, but yes. So you can relate to where I'm- I have one of 10 children. We drove everywhere we needed to Thank go. you. Thank Could you. not afford all the kids to go on an airplane. 100%. I get really bad anxiety when trying to book, even just book a flight. I don't know the particulars of flying. I don't understand boarding pass, check-in, check bags, all that stuff. And I know it seems super simple, super easy, whatever. My name's Joe. Your name's Joe. Yes. Legally, my name's Joseph. Yes. So when I go to do anything, and I, and when I was trying to buy these tickets, and shout out to the boss, Matt Nahegan, Sunday morning, I'm ready to go to Dallas Niners. And he's like, oh, we got to book these tickets. Last minute, I've got major anxiety. I'm trying to book flights. All my credit cards get locked out. Ugh. Well, come to find out, I logged in as Joe Philip Shasky third. Not Joseph, and that changed everything. Was there another Joe Philip Chasky? The third? no, but like <laughs> I needed to get it on my boarding pass, got and then it. getting it on the boarding pass because it's got to match up just right. Yes, and then I had I paid for TSA maybe like a year ago, oh, and I didn't have, Okay, I didn't have my TSA number in there when I booked everything, and so <sighs> I've been dealing with Delta this morning. And you know what? Shout out to the good people at Delta. Okay, we took care of everything. There you go. Literally, as we were walking in, I just hung up with uh, Margie. Okay, Mark, nice. That's that's always good. No, I, I'm... As I'm holding five drinks. No, no, I feel you there on the, that, though, because for me, traveling is always an anxiety-ridden thing. I hate okay, traveling. Okay, so I'm not alone. No, I hate flying. I hate, Some people I, are chill. Some people are, and I get it. Like, And I act chill, but on the inside, I'm like, I really don't want to be on this plane. Like, I've had to do long-ass feel flights. Feel me? I've had to, the longest flight I ever had was a 13- or 14-hour direct from Rome to L.A., did not like that. That was me, like, at 18, like, on a high school trip. Wow. Did not, did not like that. Did an overnight red-eye direct SFO to London. That was like 11 hours. Thankfully, I was able to fall asleep wow. on that one. Oh, so you've been in Europe multiple times. Yeah, shout oh, out. Wow. Yeah, Greece, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm very well You and Bonte. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, some call me. 
Um, but yeah, no, I'm totally with you. Driving, I could handle. Oh, I like, love I driving. I don't mind driving. Like, that's I love fun it. for me. Now, with a three year old and a three month old, probably not in the cars for quite some time. But I digress. Philadelphia, what are you excited to do there, Joe? Like, because you've never been. I don't, has Bate ever been? Uh, he says he has. Okay, yeah, he's, right. he's mentioned the Phil- the cheese. Yeah, he, right. he, yeah, he's yeah. been there multiple times. I'm just excited to go to one, look. Look, say what you want about the sports town itself. Yeah, if you love history, even on any level, now America's got some great things and some horrible things yes. about it. So I'm not here to pretend like America's perfect. Okay, but I appreciate what this country has given me as an individual and my family. And so going back to the home, essentially, of where this entire country was founded. It's pretty cool. No, I think it's pretty cool. That is cool. No, you, I, and I'm a big National Treasure fan. Shout out. Okay, so you're Cage. like me. I love all that stuff, like the Liberty Bell, like my um, eighth grade, like because a lot of eighth grade, like they do like a class trip to Washington D.C. Oh wow! So we did that. Um, and my dad was one of the chaperones, two parents of chaperones. My dad came along. I was like, ah, oh, my dad's going to be here. Did you go to family money uh, grammar school? No, not at all. It was uh, We went to a uh, nice private school. Shout out Unipro Sarah. All right, but it no longer exists now. Oh, um, school, I think the school shut down. But yeah, no, my dad uh, went along with me. And uh, no, it's funny you say that because right after me, uh, private school, squirrel right now, right after private school, high school, like they knew I was going to junior college. So they're like, yeah, we're going to stop sending our kids to private school because Joe just, yeah, he's not. How handled. many brothers and sisters did you have? I have three sisters and six brothers. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a big family. So the Groves had 10. Okay. Okay. They grew up in the Lower Sunset. And then the Fahey's had 13. They grew up in Excelsior. Wow. There you go. Those are the two biggest families I know. Yeah, no, we have because that's a pretty big family. It's a big Joey. family. No, it's a very large family, and we always had like we always had people at the house. My mom had a home daycare too. But you know what? This is why you are the way you are because you're so chill and go with the flow. Like when we come in here every day, you give me good vibes, and oh, I thanks. need that because I'm uptight and crazy and insane and ready to snap at any second. Dude, this is the best job in the world. I got to talk about sports with you right now. Feel me? Like, how awesome is it? We're talking about the NFC Championship. Feel like, me? This is the coolest thing ever. Like four years ago, like you were on with Covey at night. It's crazy. Like, Lucas, all of us. So this is really cool that I'm able to do this. I don't take it for granted. This is no, awesome. I know you don't. And um, and like honestly, like this weekend, you talking about don't take it. I couldn't have imagined being able to on the like on the whim because of the job, being able to fly across the country and go to the freaking Eagles Niners NFC Championship game. I mean, these are things you dream of. Yeah. And so, like, people that are able to make the trek, I want you to hit me up on Insta. I want you to hit me up on Twitter. We will meet up. I promise you. We will meet up because we have to unite. And I got a feeling, honestly, I think Philly has no clue that Niner fans are going to roll deep to this game. Ooh, okay. Yeah? You think they're scared a little I bit? I mean, Joey, I don't, do you follow how big Niner, the Niner fans oh, are? Oh, massive. I'm not saying that other fan bases aren't, but like, they've been so good for so long. It feels like going to these away games is like a thing. No, it absolutely is. Like, you, well, because you used to see like with the Patriots, it slowly started to be like, okay, now Patriots fans are taking over. Didn't always used to be like that. Red mm-hmm. Sox, fine. Not the Patriots. Like, they didn't no. travel. Now you see them, they're just taking over everyone. Two generations of fans. Yes, yes. Because, and then, and just bandwagons, yep. you got Tom Brady, like everyone's just following yep. Tom Brady now. Same with Bucks, there's, there's a lot of Bucks fans that leave. Crazy. Like, like, I've never met a Bucks fan other than Craig, who works with us. And Nick Friedel. And Nick Friedel. I thought he was a Bears guy because he worked I in the... I can't believe my Buccaneers have won it again, Joey. <laughs> he was at my house watching that. <laughs> he called you Joey, too. Oh, he lo- I love Nick. Nick. Like, legitimately... Mr. Spadoni. He, if he was your cousin... <laughs> He'd be like the cool cousin. To oh, hang totally. Out with. You'd want to hang out with him all I the time. I freaking love that guy. Love that. Yeah, no, he's just in studio. I was so jealous. I was like, oh, he was in studio. Could could come hang out with us in studio, well, Nick? So what's funny is I hit him up last minute and like like we were texting back and forth and we were gonna meet up, but he had a date and everything. And I was like, you know, oh, good for Nick. Yeah, exactly. I was well. My wife's been trying to hook him up with a friend <laughs> for for quite some time. Like my wife loves Nick Friedle. I know a lot of people are like, oh, he hates my Warriors. Remove the sports stuff. Doesn't even hate your Warriors, but yes, he, he doesn't. That's the thing. He doesn't. <laughs> He's legitimately one of the best people I know. He watches us every single morning. Like, it makes me want to cry. He's like, Joey, I watch you every morning. You guys are killing it. Like, I'm so, he's so proud of me, yet I'm so proud of him. And like, we're just homies, and he's, he's just the nicest guy. In no, the he's world. the best. He's, I love him. He literally tunes into stuff. I don't even work on Steiny and Goo anymore and run the board. He texts me sometimes, he's like, what is Goo and Steiny talking about? Like, he just laughs. He's, he's the like, best. He's the like, dude, he's, Nick so is he, a P1. So he hits me up. He goes, my friends from Tampa Bay went to Philadelphia 20 years ago. Joey, <laughs> You gotta be careful. <laughs> that was twenty years ago. Come I on, know, I know. Like, if I see another person send me 49er fans get snowballs thrown at them in two thousand and nine from Eagles fans, my head will explode. Who cares? Like it's, it's going to be forty five degrees, fifty. Like I'm not worried about the Eagles and the fan. I'm like, 
to be Joey, honest. Don't be a low life. No, exactly. <laughs> Why we do this with Raider fans too? Oh, we get Raider a bad fans. Rap. We get a bad rap. I was just saying. I was like, dude, I've been to multiple Raider games as a fan, and I, when we, I have sat next to whoever Bears, Eagle fans, whoever Knicks. I was like. It's fine. There's some razz, razzing, but like any fan base is yes. going to have the bad seeds. Yes. That's the thing. And if you're a Niners fan that's been to any Raider Niner games <laughs> yes. at either Candlestick or the Coliseum, I am sure that is much worse. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, we'd have to get into Chilly. what's happened. Like after someone's died. Chilly. Like they don't even play pre. They don't play preseason anymore. Shasky. Society has low lives. So when you get seventy thousand people in a stadium, there's going to be some low lives. Would you agree? Yes. But I'm not painting an entire broad brush on 70,000 people or millions of fans because of a couple idiot lowlifes. Yes. yes. Right? Like, I, I, that's just me. That's no, no. For, for myself. No, that's... I do the same with, like, Raider fans, Cowboy fans, like, whatever. We can laugh and make fun of them and stuff and, like, do jokes. But, yeah. like, in all sincerity, you've got to be the lowest of low life to be out looking for fights. Dude, I once watched a... A's, Giants, at the Coliseum, I was in the bleachers, a bunch of A's, a bunch of Giants fans sitting next to each other. This drunk fan hit this other fan in the face. This fan was with his kid. Like, I was like, dude, I was like, dude what you? a sucker punch. The Come dad on, was man. fine, but the kid was crying. I was like, dude, what kind of low life do you have to be? Just think. That's what I think about. And I'm, I'm a dad now. And I was like, yeah, oh, of course. Sounds off thick of the children. And I was like, but yeah, dude, like you're a little kid that's right. like, like seven or eight years old saying like, come on. No right. one wants to see that. Full disclosure. 15 years ago, I go out to Cow Palace. <laughs> it's a WWE event. Cow Palace. Okay. And there's a line all the way around the parking lot and, and pal- it's, you went to oh, God bless. I love a WWE <laughs> event. But one of these house shows where it's way cheaper than like a Monday Night Raw or yeah, something. Yeah, no, totally. So I bring my nieces. And they're, they're really... Like dark shows or whatever because they're, yeah. they're not televised. Yeah, they're yeah. like seven and five or yeah. something similar to that. Maybe, maybe eight and five or something like that. So I got one of them on my, on my shoulders. My brother's got the other one. We're walking through. And there's a split in the line. And I'm like, all right. Now I'm in my 20s, early 20s. I'm like, you know what? We're going to cut the line. <laughs> Big mistake. Big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> the guy behind me is razzing me the entire time. I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. I'm going to knock you out. I said, you know what, guys? Let's remove ourselves from the line and let's go to the back where we should yes, be. Yes, I'm going to knock you out. I was like, okay, I got some kids. That's Joe Shasky. Uh, you guys do a little Philly crosstalk this morning. That'll be fun. Are we? I think so. The, some of the guys from uh, Philadelphia are enjoying John Ritchie being included. Oh, Oakland cool. Raiders own John Ritchie. All okay, right. Every time I think of John Ritchie, I think of bloody nose and it, bloody forehead. Bloody forehead always. Right. In the tuck rule. That's Am what I, I wrong? No, that's absolutely right. Uh, I'm going like to leave, leave you with this on the Xfinity Mobile text line. I have actually never heard this, and I've heard all the jokes about me having Give it to me. nine siblings. This is, is going to be a walk-off. 408, so your dad was known as Sperm Donny. Morning Roast next. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.